We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, before we get started, I want to tell you about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our exclusive community discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we will help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is you can get all of this for only 15 bucks a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So whether you're starting from scratch or have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports podcasting experience. Take it from me. I work on the Hustle program. It's a very exciting program. The progress that these Hustle podcasters have made already is so, so cool and impressive and fun to watch and be a part of. So get your application in today because acceptance into the program is limited. To apply, go to bwhustle.com join. You can also check out the description box for this episode to find out more, but that's bwhustle.com join. NBA Most Valuable Player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it! Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. 
I am Ty Windish, and I am here, as always, with my probably panicking co-host, Rohan Kadi, to talk about the Bucks stock market. This is our weekly investors session. Neither of our portfolios are looking great. The Bucks stock market in general is in the bit of in the midst of a plunge right now. Rohan particularly is having some liquidity problems. Rohan, how's it going? I've been better. <laughs> um, <laughs> panicking is the right word. I think it's it's deserved though for yes. how much I was berating you for having a tough week last week. So it's only fair that I'm just in the mud now. Yeah, you are deep in it. So the Bucks went on a five-game losing streak. They did snap it thanks to your appearance on the uncontested. We've got to book you a lot more guest spots so that the Bucks win more games. Yeah, when, when I you do go it, on the uncontested, tail the Bucks lose. And then when yeah. I go, it's a win. Check out the I, uncontested, by the way. Great guys. Great pod, too, with you. I did listen to it. I love the uh, the shots at me to start the episode. That's always always a good way to start off a podcast. But we're reversing that and taking shots at you here. So I don't actually have where we were liquid last week. So we both will have twenty more dollars to invest. Neither of our shorts hit. I shorted Tory Craig. You shorted Bryn Forbes. Neither of their prices moved at all this past week. This was really a week of movement for some of the primaries, I think, on the Bucks. Some of the big characters moved the most, and most of the movement was not that good. Um, but let's go over it quickly. Our portfolios. So Rohan, you own. Two shares of John Horst, currently worth two. That's fine. That's, you know, around what you would expect. I think, did that drop a little bit? That dropped one, I think, right? Yeah, it's down to one per share. And I think it was at, I think when I first initially bought it, it was at two. So, yeah, yes, I'm down it's on it. It's sat at two since you first bought it. Didn't move before our last session and now is down to one. So, down, but not down, not down too bad. Let's skip one here. We'll come back to this one. Oh, no. <laughs> one one share of Greek Freak at 16. So that's up. I think you bought it at 14. So that's up. That's nice. Uh, two shares of Tory Craig. That Like I mentioned, those those first shot up huge for you and then really just have not. They haven't moved. So still a nice gain. One DJ Wilson. DJ Wilson price has not moved in. Let me, let me look, actually. When is the last game? Because it's been three for a really long time. Game 10 uh, of the yeah. season. He went up two. In game 10 and has set ever since. That's that's not a volatile stock. Two shares of Tenasis, a great buy. Who would have thought? Tenasis, one of the highest risers. I think tied for the highest riser of the week. Just a phenomenal, phenomenal buy. Those two shares went from being worth two to being worth a total of six. One share of White Dante, that's down one. It looked, it shot up and then, and then plummeted a bit. Three shares of Pat C that are now worth a total of three. They were worth a total of six when you bought them. So again, it just it like horse. It went down one. It's not not the worst thing. Four shares of bud. Yeah. So purchased at one per at one point were worth minus three per. They did go up one the last game to minus two per. So those four shares are worth a grand total of negative eight. And the one that uh. I didn't mention yet. <laughs> six shares of Brooke Lopez, which I believe all bought last week. Uh, I bought four of them last week. Four last week, two before. Oh, yeah, I have that up here, too. Um, yeah, so week one, you bought two for two. Week two, you bought four for four. Now you got six with negative three apiece, minus 18 liquid <laughs> on the Brooke Lopez stock. That's your portfolio. It takes a long time. You you have a very diverse set of investments. 
That's not been the and yet move, they apparently. all suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling this week going into our, our, our third week of buys? I'm not feeling the greatest. I made some investments based on uh, the fact that, hey, you know what? It can't really get worse, right? <laughs> so the only way to go is up. That was not the case for Brooke Lopez <laughs> whatsoever. I was thinking in my head, uh, man, when I bought him at one, like four shares for a dollar a piece, like, oh, this is easy for when Brooke turns it up. Nope. Nope. He's just, <laughs> just, just keeps on digging a hole for himself. My goodness, Brooke. What the hell happened, my guy? <laughs> You're letting me down here. I believed in you. You did. I I did too. I think I'm off that. I think I'm off that train now. But I I was also a believer. Um. So your total value right now. So we both invested 45 total. Um. That's that's been our our you know main buying power. I I did sell one share of White Dante last week, but obviously that was something that I invested week one. So we're both at 45 in. Your current liquid is 15, <laughs> which is not great, Bob. Um, that's less than one share of Giannis. Yeah, well, you saw you'll have twenty to spend this week, so it's, yes. it's not not all doom and gloom. Um, I think you're a little, I think your hands are a little tied on selling, but I just there's there's some options, there's some options, but uh, I don't think I, I think I don't think you can sell your Giannis share ever, um, and I don't know if I would want to sell, you know, at minus eight or minus eighteen, but I I can't do too much trash talking. I also am down my total value right now of my stocks is twenty eight, so that's down seventeen. Out of the 45 I put in, if this teaches you anything, folks, and we're not financial advisors, but don't take any of this advice as real world stocks. But like investing is risky. Look at this. Investing is risky. Keep that in mind, people. Um, But I have one share of Bobby Portis at 14. That is up to, I I was surprised. I was a little nervous that it had just peaked, but um, a pretty quiet week for Bobby Portis, but he went up to one time. So that went from 12 to being worth 14. Two shares of Greek Freak. Oh, I have two shares of Greek Freak. Oh, that's yep. oh, never mind. I bet my portfolio is actually worth more than I thought. I only counted one. Um, so that's a total of thirty-two at sixteen apiece. So I'm not minus seventeen. I'm actually minus one, and I'm forty-four. Oops, <laughs> I'm doing way better than I thought. Let's go. Um, two shares of Giannis, thirty-two. Four shares of DJ Augustine. I'm fist pumping. Worth zero. The climb is happening. That we're going to get to a penny. It's like Dogecoin. We're going to get to a penny. DJA coin is on the move. We went from negative one at the last time we met to zero per share price for DJA. I'm no longer taking a loss there. One share of Pat C. That is not doing very well for me since I invested. That The value is at one. I bought in at five. So that was a risky buy that is just not paying off. And then I do have Brooke Lopez, but I just have one share. So that's just a minus three. So excuse my, what I said earlier, the total value is 44 of my portfolio and I'm minus one uh, overall. So doing okay, but really I think that's just because I went in on the safe bets last week. You know, Giannis and Bobby Portis, who is basically a Giannis level player. That's not true. Um, But he's performed like one, at least on the stock market. Yeah, he really has. He's been a big impact player. Like you said, just a, a quiet week this week. It feels like his role is being a little, it's being messed with a little bit. That might be something we need to dive into on Tuesday night. Uh, we have a lot to dive into on Tuesday. Yeah, we really do. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, it's Bobby Portis stock, safe investment. Giannis stock, safe investment. I took some big risks here. And so far, early returns in one week. Not not really paying off at all. In fact, it's actually losing me money. Uh, this shows you, you know, the risks of the, the, that first trade hitting. Like your first week, right? You, you hit, hit, hit. And then you went so risky week two. White, Dante, Patsy, Bud, and Brolo. And meanwhile, I got burned week one, and I sold my white Dante and like Bobby Portis and Giannis. That's all. Just give me that right now. Um, that that really it puts it in perspective. It really does. Uh, just go back and listen to last week's and see how happy I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, being, that's gone. It, oh, it's all it's all the way gone. I was thinking like, man, I'm gonna just clean up this market. I'm investing in some low hitters here that are gonna boom. And then it's just all come crashing down again. But like I said, it's only been one week. It could all turn around. The Bucks could go on like a 20 game winning streak. And everyone that I've invested, like Brooke Lopez could be worth like $100 by the end of this. Who knows? <laughs> Is I'm that too optimistic? That. I'm selling on that idea. That idea <laughs> I'm selling on. Sorry. That's fair, honestly. But yeah so i guess uh we have our typical thing where we're gonna do our sales first do you have any sales you would like to make here Ooh, good question i don't think i do i i think i i think i can still ride this is the one i'm considering the most is dj acoin dj augustine you know just it get does, out while it's at zero yeah it, like get, get out i mean it's i'm still taking a loss but like it's not actively hurting my value and to be clear, I think if you sell on a negative, that takes away from your buying power that yes, week, it does. right? So, yeah. So at least I'm not having to like remove, you know, eight or four from my buying power. I still am just gonna hold on and just let it hurt my total value for now. I got the two shares of Giannis to buoy myself a little bit. Um, I I'm gonna let it ride. Same with Pat C. I I think I shouldn't have bought in at five. Obviously, he's crashed, but another hot shooting week. I think I can get out at like three or four which I, I don't mind that loss once. Don't want to take the L on Brooke Lopez quite yet. Although if we're to like minus five next week and it's still looking bad, I might have to just get out now. I'm going to hold on, not moving on Bobby, not moving on Giannis. So no, I'm, I'm in on all of mine. What about you? I kind of, like you mentioned, I kind of have to stick with what I've got here. I can't sell Giannis. Well, I can, but I'm not going to. Uh, not Never it's not worth idea. selling DJ Wilson. Thanasis has seemed like he's getting a roll back again on this team, so I might as well just keep it. Uh, <laughs> Pat Connaughton. Uh- We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Are you a true mm-hmm. Pat believer with me? I'll ask you the question. No, not a chance. I think I'm the one. I think I'm the one guy who's still like, you know, I think he's good. I mean, I think he's fine. Okay, like I'll he's take been fine. serving. Yeah. yeah, he's fine. I'm not like a true believer or anything. I still think he has his shortcomings. I still think that when the time comes, there's an opportunity for him to mess things up. Because uh, he's shown in the past that he's capable, more than capable of doing that, in fact. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> unless they're playing the Celtics. Yeah. For sure. Boston Pat just shows up. But Different guy. Or Portland. Or Portland. Yeah. Right? That's a thing? Portland Pat? I, th- I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. So it's not really worth me getting out of here right now with Pat for an extra $3. I can't get out on Bud. Uh, it's tough. He had I he did have a good game. He's been he's been up one since uh since the uh, Oklahoma City game. So who knows? Maybe maybe there's more in the cards for him to, you know, be able to go up. Maybe he's thinking, "Oh, I made a, I made a good adjustment. Put an actual point guard in the starting lineup." Like, wow, <laughs> crazy how that works. Uh, so maybe, it's, maybe he's feeling himself. Maybe he's on a hot streak. Maybe I saw. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Sean Woodley on Twitter. Uh, oh God, Raptors fans on Twitter. They've yeah. been having a field day. They've been having us. fun. They've been having fun. Yeah, hang the banner, like you've been saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they have one. They let me know about it. Um, Siakam's been playing a little bit better of late, but I stand by everything I've ever said in my oh, entire same. life. Oh, same. Yeah. I, don't, I don't regret anything. I'm not taking anything back. You guys, thank you for listening, by the way. Really yeah, appreciate, appreciate you, it. Raptors fans. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for helping our monthly downloads here. But, yeah, Sean Woodley on Twitter, he was saying that Nick Nurse sort of heat checks himself by putting in weird lineups. So maybe, maybe Bud... We'll start doing that. See if you know he checking himself here. I'm grasping at straws here. It it, it killed me that it, in the move to put the point guard in, he pulls Bryn Forbes and not Dante. I think that was intentional. It's probably defense. It's probably defense, right? I wouldn't even say that. I'd say it's getting Dante more comfortable with the starters in general because when Drew comes back, he's going to probably stick with Dante. You're not yeah. making an adjustment to stick with. Uh, DJ Augustine as your starting point guard. You're making an adjustment for when Drew Holiday is back as your starting point guard. So I think uh, I think keeping Dante in there is for the long game. Yeah, I, I just hopefully this is a signal that he's not viewed as a long term point guard because I just I just don't think that's there with him. Oh, I don't believe that's there at all. I, I, I think not- that's been a thing that the Oregon that Dante himself has ascribed to. I don't see it. Oh, yeah, for sure. But no, they definitely want Dante to be a point guard. I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but there was something about Dante saying that he's a one now in training camp, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, that's not a thing. I completely agree with you. That's that's not really what it should be going forward, um, especially because Drew Holiday's extension eligibility is coming up. Uh, please, Drew. Uh, please. Please. <laughs> we need you. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty – it's an open and shut deal, but that's just I me. I hope so. It should be. I think it's in like, what, three days? Yeah, I think it's, I yeah, I think it it's this week. It's this week, I believe. That is going to be a nervous uh, a nervous moment. Yeah, February 26th. Yeah. 26th, so today's the 21st, so yeah. Friday? That's a weird day for that to fall on, but yeah, it does appear that it's Friday. Okay, well, watch, watch the news, everyone. Um, but yeah, Dante, not a point guard going forward, but I think he is... I still stand by him being a good glue guy in the starting lineup, so I think that's why Bud kept him in there. But yeah, I can't really move off of Bud. I can't really sell. I can't really sell anything. You're hold so good gains on Tory Craig and Tanasis, holding both of them for now. Yeah, I kind of have to because they're my okay. only stocks that are really worth anything. Yeah, outside of the honest, I gotta, I, you can't move well, yeah. the honest. Yeah. yeah, okay. I gotta keep something for you know going forward. Let's say everything crashes and burns even worse than it already has. Like then, then I can liquidate. Just liquidate as a last resort, sort of thing. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, um, I guess I can start out on buys this week because um, I feel like I usually make you do, but I am fine with going first this time. Okay, so we have twenty dollars in buying power again. What is your first buy tie? Ooh, that rhymed. Oh, look at that. Um, so I'm actually a little hesitant to do this, but I feel like I almost just have to based on my brand. Oh, no, I was going to do it. Oh, we might both be doing this. Um, I'll take a Chris Middleton share there you for go. 14. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying in. Uh, down two from last time, I believe down, what was his peak, 17? Um, yes. So only down three from his peak, but it's been a, a hellacious stretch for Chris. I know he gained one back in the second OKC game. He has not looked right. I'm making the bet here that he's going to figure it out and, and get back into it. I think they need more of his ball handling. I don't like that the DJ Augustine move seems to signal that they're moving away from that idea of him more as a lead ball handler. So there's still there's definitely some risk here. This might be more of a you know morale play than a real investment on my part, but I'm just going to do it. One cash for 14 for me yeah. so i'm down to six buying power six that's a that's a that's a really good uh buy right there like i said i'm gonna do the same thing with my first buy i'm gonna get one share of chris middleton i do not believe that putting dj augustine in there was to take away from chris as a lead ball handler i believe it was something to give another ball handler as a release because what we've been seeing especially in the two games against toronto is that teams are just doubling chris they're yeah. just they're just doubling him he's gotta uh, be better against it by the way which yeah, we'll get into that uh, in our main episode of the week. But yeah. getting getting Chris doubled means that your only outlets as a ball handler uh, previously was just really Giannis. Uh, now getting DJA in there gives you uh, like a backcourt outlet plus a frontcourt outlet, so you're just getting more options and more ways for a secondary uh, offense to run when Chris is doubled or trapped. So. I I don't think it's more of Chris being taken away as a lead ball handler. I think it's giving more options to Chris as a lead ball handler. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, or I'm just being optimistic. Could be both. 
Yeah, but I, for gonna, the same reasons you said, I'm going to get one share of Chris Middleton. It just feels like the right thing to do. Yeah, it's it's like when you're when you're down, like I am right now, you just need <laughs> to invest in something you love and got to go with Chris Middleton here. Got to. Um, I'm going to make another. This is, this is also very risky, but I feel like I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to take four shares of Pat Condon at one apiece. Oh for a total my of four. goodness. It's just, I, I give, and this is not, this is not a long-term play for me. This is very much a like, let me see Pat have two good games and double my money on this trade. Like I'm going to be very transparent with you. I don't plan on holding. How many do I have? Oh, I only have one right now. I don't plan on holding five shares of Pat for the whole season, but I'm just, you know, I don't have enough for any of the blue chip stocks. I had what the big most expensive one I could go for right now is Tory Craig. Can't even see the floor at the moment. Jordan wore up. He's hurt, and I'm not touching him at five. Dante is just so volatile. I, I'm pet is too, but Dante is five times as much. So I'll take four pet C's for four, and I'm now down to two. That's interesting. I was thinking about doing something like that, but I I really can't. I let me ask you a question. So the Bucks did uh, recall Sam Merrill from the G League. They uh, did? Yes. Oh, I see you adding stuff to the spreadsheet. Yep. Right uh, yep. I was just gonna say I am adding the two-way players to the uh, to the Bucks stock market. Okay. So oh, Mati Chiquita and Jay. There should be no. There should be no valuation. Not one. Sorry. So you yep. can invest. Oh, I just messed that up. Um. So yeah, I don't think we can invest in them yet. No, we cannot until okay. they actually have some something. Movement. Yeah. But. Sam Merrill was recalled. Uh, do you believe that was just to get to the active players? Probably. Why? Wait. What? Did they go down another one? Uh, I think it was the game against OKC. They had activated Drew Holiday to get to thirteen. Who? Who else did they lose to have to do that? Because they were good for a while, right? Who has been out? I that don't. It's a little confusing. Yeah, I'm not really sure. They haven't been super transparent about it. They've been very the opposite. They've been what's the opposite of transparent? Parent? Opaque. Yes, parent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's okay. Um, yeah, they've been very opaque. That's a great word um, about all of this so far, as they always are. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what's going on there. Um, I, I hope we get to see some of these young guys. I mean, I'm at the point, as I know I, I'm still invested in him, but I would rather see Merrill get chances here and there than the DJ Augustine experience every single game. And, um, you know, I, I'm really – I the two guys I'm really interested in are Wara and Diakite. Um, and I think, you know, Wara for the stocks at five is just way too high. But I, I do think there's interesting stuff there. And if you're not going to play Torrey Craig anyway – and, you know, I mean, I love Tanasis. Everyone knows I love Tanasis. I'm more interested in seeing what you have in, in Jordan War than what you... We know what you have in Tanasis. We're all well aware. Diakite, though, in the G League bubble has been, like, rampaging through. And there's some good players in this G League bubble. I mean, there's teams down there that I think would be darn near super teams in a normal G League season because it's the talent's so compressed because there's only, like, 15 or whatever teams. Diakite has been really good... And I really would like to see, like, give Brooke Lopez a week off, send him to Epcot, you know, get him in there, let him do his thing down there. Let's just have, roll with Giannis Diakite Portis for a while and just see what happens. I just, maybe they lose all three. I highly doubt it. 
I want some NBA Diakite. I want him to have valuation so I can invest heavily. Yeah, no, for sure. He's been, I think it might be like Twitter hype and also just like he might actually be good. It's, I'm struggling to see the difference in that sort of situation. I want to believe the hype so bad. So bad. I, we just like it's it's the same thing with all these guys that the Bucks have lost and then they've done well other places. Like, let's find out. Maybe it is just Twitter hype. You know how you can find out? Spend a Give week it a playing chance. him fifteen minutes a game, and then you'll have a better idea. Yeah. Also, I believe the inactive that we're sorta worried about here is uh Jalen Adams. Yeah, he's he just not he's he's not played and he's not been in the bubble, right? He's with the team and yeah, but he he was, has been active to get to 13 active players. Like, he did play a minute in the game against Toronto, the second game. Oh, yeah, game. it was a legendary minute. I remember it. And he was inactive for the game against the uh, Thunder. So I believe he is the sort of anomaly there. Okay. Oh, is that is, – is, do we know – is it protocols? Do we know? No idea. I thought I thought I saw a tweet about this. Let me see if I – you go on with your next investment. Um, but I, let me see if I can find this. Okay, so I have $6 of buying power left. I could go a couple different ways here. I was interested in getting some Sam Merrill, but who knows if he's actually going to play. Jalen Adams is in protocol. Great call okay. on recalling Merrill to get there. This is Bucks lead who Bucks lead has the plug on all these injury listings and designations and stuff. Shouts to Bucks lead again. Um, Jalen Adams, protocol. Drew Holiday, protocol. Jordan Wara, ankle are out against Sacramento. Yeah, so they there was a little bit of like buzz, like, oh, is Drew Holiday coming back? Because he was activated uh, on Saturday or Friday. Saturday? That's wild they can activate him despite – that's weird. Him not playing? Yeah. And clearly, Good job, yeah. Good job NBA. That's weird. You're, you're yeah. doing great okay. here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, they had, they had to get Sam Merrill back so they could have 13 active players. Uh, For some reason. I mean, it's it's a rule, but it's it's it actually I don't. What well, does just go? Um, I don't want to try. And I think it, it is a rule. I think it's the eight for the uh, the health and safety protocols. So you need to have at least eight active players to play the game. But yeah. since the Bucks had sent away like uh, Merrill uh, and Diakite to the G League, they were able to bring at least Sam Merrill back. Yeah. So they could get to that. Otherwise, if they were with the team. But just inactive, uh, I think it would have triggered maybe protocols. But who knows? But well, they yeah. never would have gotten down to eight. They wouldn't like it wouldn't have gotten canceled. They have enough guys to play. Yeah, still, for I sure. Think they it's... just need they needed to be with the team. Is so I guess it's a li- it's, it's a, at least it's interesting to think about this way is that the Bucks could have just kept you know basically lying and listing Drew or Jalen Adams as active, even knowing that they wouldn't be close. Which I, I honestly listing Drew as active while he's out with protocols seems like. It shouldn't work. I, I don't know. I wonder if the NBA kind of gave him a little talking to about that one because that like it's a very that kind of defeats the purpose of the designation. But at least if if they can do that, if that is an option, like they didn't need to recall Merrill, they just did it to have the emergency body. So I guess that tells you a very little something about how they look at this. I guess I don't know. It's it's pretty uninteresting and minutia. Let's just let's invest. Basically, I'm trying to think of whether I should buy say a Merrill stock. <laughs> yeah, you have what six right now? Available? I have six. I'm going to go with two Sam Merrill. Okay. Oh, we, it's, this is a new one. Uh, Sam S. Or Sam M. Sorry. Two. Sam M. Sam. Yes. <laughs> two Sam Merrill just on the chance that, you know, he gets some run here. 
who knows? They might. They're going with some weird rotations, like I mentioned earlier. Thanasis has a role again, and it's been actually playing well. So, who knows? So I now have two. Yes. I know. I, I This is going to become a boring podcast. I'm doing the same thing you just did. Give me two Sam for two, and I'm done now. But I, I he's at least got a chance to get checked into games. I like that out of the rookies and two – I mean, the two ways to have no evaluation yet. Um, Adams, Jalen Adams has played and just done nothing. Diakite has not played a single minute. Merrill at least is still priced at one. Um, I think there's more upside there than Wara. At, again, five is just too much for Wara. Thought about going in on some John Horst, but uh, if they go through another rough patch, I could see that losing before it gains. Although, I'm not going to change it now with the damn extension – that's week. what I'm saying. We could get yeah. some. We can get some upstock here. Yeah, and that's just when it starts becoming available, though. So maybe they wait. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with it. Sticking with two Sam for two, and that's that's my bias this week. Okay, but for the record, my prediction is that they get a Drew Holiday extension done right away because it's probably already been done. I I would hope so. Um, it's not been a great week for the Bucks. Yes, and. He's also not been there, so it yeah. puts the onus more on Milwaukee. Plus, I believe I mentioned this uh, earlier in months ago, Brian Winhorst did report that the Pelicans were only talking to teams that Drew Holiday was willing to sign extensions with. I, I do think he signs it. Um, there's so much, so many extenuating circumstances right now, but I, I, I agree. I think he signs it relatively painlessly. Yeah. I no and he's also talked about wanting to stay in Milwaukee long-term. I no longer think we're getting a, a, a discount. No, not a chance in hell. I, 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 I just retweeted a great Jordan Chesky tweet about this, looking for when the date was. But, you know, what can I do? How can I get you to stay? Money. And he <laughs> totally deserves it. Totally deserves it. Pay 100%. that, man. Yes. Uh, so I have $4 left of buying power here. Yes. I've bought one Chris Middleton. i bought two Sam Merrills. So I have $4 left. I'll take... One John Horst as well, oh, for the okay. same reasons that you have. Yes, I'm putting I'm putting a lot of stock in Drew Holiday signing this extension here. Up to three um, shares of Johnny Horst. Yep, I'm a true believer, John. Masai come though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's for the Raptors fans that are listening to this. We love you. Uh, I think yeah. John Horst would be an even better GM with Masai as the president of basketball ops than he would be without it so um i think you can believe in both things oh yeah no for sure i definitely believe in both but can you imagine those two working together that'd be unstoppable i would enjoy it greatly yeah well we just have to be patient a little bit um, yeah. <laughs> this is all going to come to bite me eventually yeah it is it always yeah. does <laughs> okay so i have three dollars left i'm gonna go this is really a stupid decision on my part, but I'm oh going to do it anyway. I'm going to do one Thanasis. Oh, my. <laughs> I love it. So so much risk here. Yeah, I have not learned a single lesson from last not week. Not one. Nope. Not one. In fact, I'm doubling down. <laughs> so your portfolio, here's your most to least shares. Six Brook Lopez, um, four Bud, three Pat C, three Thanasis, three Horst, Two Tory Craig, two Sam Merrill, one Chris, one Dante, one Giannis, one See, DJ. See when Wilson. you when you read that out loud, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a bit scared. That's okay. Here's mine. Here's mine. 
my number one most invest Pat C at five, then DJ Augustine at four, then Merrill, then and Giannis at two, then Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, and Chris. So we're both kind of there. I think that's just kind of how it goes here with you know, we in no given week can we buy five Giannis's, right? Like it's just not possible. So I think that's how it's always gonna be um for us. So it's not as bad as it sounds, but it's going to be a very interesting week on the market. Um, and we, we have one more thing left to call out here. We do. We have our short of the week. So we have not correctly predicted this in the two times we've done this. Thank goodness there's no penalty or we just have nothing to spend. Yeah. Good th- yeah. So I have continuously uh, tried to short Bryn Forbes stock. Um, it has not worked either time as Bryn Forbes continues to just shoot the lights out and be a productive role player on this team. Uh, even though he was pulled from the starting lineup, he is still producing. I think he honestly does work better off the bench uh, in terms of being able to uh, be someone that has gravity off of the bench uh, rather than having to put him in the starting lineup, which is part of the agreement for why our argument, excuse me, for why Dante should start is so you can have more firepower off the bench. That's a good point. But I don't I don't know what it is. I believe in Bryn, but I also don't believe in Bryn at the same time. Are you shorting Bryn again? I might. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know what else to do. There's he's got to short one of these weeks, right? Uh, well, uh, we'll see. I'm I'm putting you down for Bryn. Uh this for me is a no-brainer. I'm shorting Tenasis. It seems like he's <laughs> going to keep getting minutes. Listen, again, I've said it in this very podcast. Love Tenasis. If he plays 15 minutes, there's a chance he turns the ball over five times and misses like three wide open shots. We know he's going to hustle. He might get ejected as well um, for a, just an, a ridiculous foul. There's so much risk in playing Tenasis. That's why I'm staying away from the stock and I am hitting the smashing the short button. He's worth three right now. It's just too much for me. Uh, I, I'm shorting. Sorry, TA. I'm still a believer. Just not this week. See, here's the thing, though. He's gotten minutes the last two games, I believe. Uh, Second Raptors game and the OKC game. Yes. He has actually looked good. I know. That's it's. uh, I'm I'm calling it fool's gold is what I'm doing. See, but the thing is, he's not doing anything that's unsustainable. What he's doing, he's playing more controlled. Right? Yeah. He is the same. He's not like he's shooting like a hundred percent from three or anything unsustainably like that. He's doing the same things that he would usually do, but just in a more controlled fashion. He's not being erratic. He's playing with the same energy, but it's like he's controlling his energy and putting it to good use. So I don't think there's anything super unsustainable there. I think there was times when he looked like this earlier in the season, and he continued to get minutes and. But just but the thing is, we st- we still saw the erraticness though. Earlier in I the guess. season. Yeah, I suppose. This is a weird hill for me to die on. But he's got, he's got no turnovers. No turnovers in the twenty one minute twenty two minutes he's played in these last two games. Yeah, he's not trying I know, to he hasn't, be he hasn't handled the ball as much. Yeah, he's not trying to do more than he can. Yeah. Um I'm I'm bull, uh, bearish. I'm bearish. See, I think I'm just defending my investment. Yeah, I mean of course you are. Of course. how could you not? This uh, is... The more I think about this, the more I realize that I'm not doing super hot. So, Tanasis has not had a turnover in a game since February 3rd. That's five games, although one of them was just 43 seconds. 
That <laughs> but is I, by iconic far, 43 seconds. Iconic 43 seconds. That is by far the longest he has gone this season. And I believe in his career, games without a turnover. Despite, you know, he usually doesn't play a whole lot of minutes. So, um, at least in his Bucks career. I'm now going back to the 2015. Oh, yeah, he only played two games that year. No turnovers that year with the Knicks in six total minutes. Uh, longest streak of his career without a turnover. Let's uh, let's see if it holds up. Yeah, and even if he gets like one, it's okay. Can Everyone be. has turnovers. It's true, except Pat. Yeah, Pat had one, didn't he, recently? I think he did, yeah. I mean, it's, that's, that's why he's down to one right now, right? Yeah, he's he... also jumping again. Yeah, yeah. Old habits die hard, man. You know, That's the a greatest useful thing comment ever, for this conversation. Uh, for the during the Thunder game, DJ Augustine got Al Horford to bite on a pump fake. It's like uh, stay, and the Bucks tweeted that highlight. It's like stay on your feet, big man. And I really wanted to t- <laughs> like reply with at Pat Connaughton. Like just like, oh, that would have been good. <laughs> DM this to Pat, please, admin. Yeah, that <laughs> would have been like, can you show this to some of your players, please? <laughs> Oh, man, I feel like I would have gotten in trouble for that one, but it's fine. <laughs> we're always in trouble anyway, so what's what's the real harm? Yeah, yeah, we're not like uh, we're not like the good old Chase Down boys who work for the team now. Congrats to them. <laughs> yeah, congrats to the Chase. That's so, so, so cool. Um, I don't think that moment is coming for us anytime soon, um, which is okay. I, we love the Blue Wire, and they, they did too, but we love the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the freedom it provides for us to do the things that we do yeah <laughs> all of the things that we do oh boy yeah we'd get in a lot of trouble <laughs> <laughs> but we are do- we are speaking the truth i will say that always our always. our truth our yes. truth it's yes. not the universal truth but it's close yeah. but at pack out is it for jumping <laughs> <laughs> close uh, it out before we get before we get in okay more so you've shorted You've shorted the NASA's. I've shorted Bryn Forbes yet again. It, I don't I'll, even have I'll to make, update the thing for you. I'll make a I'll make a stance right here. If it does not work next week, I will pick someone else. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's because otherwise it's just boring. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of exciting. It's like well, is is today the day, Hector? <laughs> uh, I know, but I'll say this. I'll tr- I'll short someone else if it does not work with Bryn Forbes this week. I'll okay. say that. I'll hold you to that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we've made some investments here. I've I'm definitely in the mud here uh, in terms of my investments. Bucks, please go on like a massive winning streak. Uh, for many have, reasons, for yes, many many reasons, for many reasons. That. But also selfishly, I need to look like a sound uh, fake market investor here. Um, but please. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this episode of the Eurostep here on the aforementioned Blue Wire Podcast Network, which is amazing. You should check out all of the great content across the entire Blue Wire Podcast Network. If you want to uh, tell your friends and family about the show, that'd be great. You know what else would be great? Leave a five-star rating on Apple and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice. Please stay safe out there, everyone, and we will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.